BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. With the 43rd pick in the 2023rd NFL Draft, the New York Jets select Joe Titman, center, Wisconsin. Welcome to Jets Overtime, presented by Duncan. Eric Allen here at One Jets Drive, joined by Brian Baldinger. It is a great Friday night with yeah. Baldy in the house. Yes. And how about that? It seemed fitting. The Brickashaw Ferguson. Yeah. Ring of honor inductee for the Jets this past season. Yep. He announces the team's second-round pick with the 43rd overall selection. They get a center in Joe Tippman from Wisconsin. He's the best center in the draft. I, I, don't, I thought there was a big separation between John Michael Schmitz, who went to the Giants, Ricky Stromberg, Luke Weiler. I thought, I thought that Joe separated himself because of his size and his movement. Because I think he's got rare movement for center. You can pull him. You can get to the perimeter game with him. But he also has power inside in the run game. And I just think when your center is big and strong, it makes the interior of your whole offensive line big and strong. Baldy, we're going to get to some of your breakdowns yeah. later as far as the telestration is concerned. We're watching some clips of him right now. Mm -hmm. Six foot six, yeah. the size stands out. You like his toughness, and one of the things you continue to tell me is that, listen, for a big guy, he gets out in space. He's got nimble feet, and you don't typically talk about a six foot six guy like that. No, he's got he's got really good mobility. He, he does, he's excellent in the wall test. When you stand against the wall, and you see how far you can bend down. Like he's a wall tester. In addition <laughs> to you know a game day player. But, you know, Wisconsin turns out great centers. Travis Frederick, you know, from the Dallas Cowboys, you know, went to a bunch of Pro Bowls. I expect Joe, Tepman, Joe Chipman to be a Pro Bowl center. Like, I don't know how many years it's going to take, but he has that type of ability because you're going to get a lot more uh, mobility from the center position. You'll be able to run gut, pull the onside guard and center, and get to the perimeter. Uh, a, a lot of more different kind of runs and different types of protections when you have a guy as athletic as Joe is. How about what's going on in New York on this Friday night? Yes. The Jets take Joe Tipman, and then the Giants take the second center in the draft, John Michael Schmitz. What do you think separates those two and why you're so high on Tipman, maybe in the comparison there? Well, John Michael Schmitz played five years at Minnesota, so he, he had played more and started more games mm. than Joe did. So there was more experience. People thought he would come out last year because he was – ready to do it after four years. He stayed another year, 
I felt like the difference was was Joe's his size and his reach, mm. okay, which is considerably longer, and then the way that he moved. Because you know, if you don't get the second level block, EA in the run game, your run game is not going to be very good. Like I feel like Joe Tipman getting to the second level, the angles that he takes, uh, his movement to get there, um, separates him from John Michael Schmitz. I like the depth on the interior with the Jets right now. Mm-hmm. We'll take a look at that more in depth later. But the Jets just resigned. West Wes Schweitzer. Well, Wes Schweitzer yep. comes in in free agency. Mm-hmm. Tristan Colon yep. up from Baltimore. He can play center mm-hmm. as well. And then most recently, they re-signed Connor McGovern as well. Now this happened before the draft. Yeah. But now you got Tipman in there. And then hey, if Elijah Barrett Tucker goes back to guard. Yeah, one one of the best guards in the National Football League, and Lincoln Tomlinson here as well. Well, you know, as the Jets have discovered over the last three years now, you better have some depth Mm, up front. You just better. I mean, you know, sometimes you can be the Kansas City Chiefs and you can just line up your five guys. Some, look, fingers crossed. We hope that the Jets can do that, but you can't count on it. You better have some quality depth right now. I think that's one of the real priorities of Joe Douglas this offseason. All right, I'm ready to hear from the new Jets center, Joe Tipman. Here's Caroline Hundershot. Here with the newest New York Jet, Joe Tipman. Joe, what emotions are running through your head right now being drafted to the New York Jets? I mean, it still still feels like a dream. You know, I kind of still feel like I got to pinch myself. But, I mean, I, I definitely, emotions are high, um, very excited, and I guess ready, just ready to get to work. Now, I know you visited the Jets in your pre-draft process. Did the coaches kind of let you know that they were looking at you to take you in the second round? What were those conversations like? Uh, you know, the conversations were good, and, you know, they, they kind of, I guess, maybe hinted at it a little bit. But, um, you know, I, I guess uh, then it happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how the cookie crumbles, typically. Now. Yeah. Now, I know you've kind of been connected to the Jets all along. A Jets tackle, Jason Fabini, has been your coach since high school. What a full circle moment this is for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was an awesome moment, especially when I, you know, was getting uh, getting that call. Uh, his son actually wore a Jets a Jets shirt over because he was that was his prediction was that's that's where I was going tonight. And, you know, he was spot on. He was the only one in a Jets shirt. But uh, right after, uh, right, I mean, pretty much right after I got drafted, Jason hopped in his car and uh, he was going to grab a couple Jets shirts so I could throw one on. Even better. What has he taught you throughout this whole journey that he has coached you through? I mean, it, it's hard to even pinpoint one thing. I mean, he, I, fifth grade through senior year of high school, he was able to, I guess, I take my game to a whole nother level. But one, you know, one of the big things that I guess really helped me was, uh, him with a transition from high school to college and then through this whole draft process he's been there for me and you know it's been something that's awesome and something that uh, uh, I guess uh, is I guess gotten me uh, well prepared for this. Now for those who don't know you what kind of player are the Jets getting in you? I'd say they're getting a tough physical player and smart as well. You know uh, that's something I kind of really take pride in is my uh, ability to get out there read defenses and I guess uh, uh, pick how, how I want to attack and uh, what we're, you know, I guess what we're running against. So that's what I'm excited about. Now you went to school in Wisconsin. Quarterback who played in Wisconsin for 18 years is now a New York Jet with Aaron Rodgers. How does it feel to play on his line now? I mean, it's an awesome feeling. You know, there, there's just so, I feel like there's so much for me to learn from him. You know, him just being such a, I guess, well-rounded vet, veteran. Um, I'm just excited to get to learn and get to work with him.
Now, last question for you, Joe, and then we'll let you get back to the party. But as you reflect on all of this time that it has taken you to get to the NFL and your dream finally came true of getting drafted, how do you put that into words? And have the emotions even really hit you yet? I mean, no, I, I, I guess I can't even really put it into words. You know, it's just it's been such a breathtaking experience for me and my family. You know, they're my biggest supporters. I, got, I come from a big family. And just being able to see them, I guess, kind of it's just the culmination of the work that not only I've put in, but, you know, my parents, you know, taking me to those workouts and everything since I was a young, yeah, sixth grade or something, you know, just the work that they've put in, you know, my family's put in, you know, when I was at uh, Wisconsin, I didn't have a single game where I didn't have at least one family member in attendance. So, you know, I'm just excited to be able to share this moment with them and the people that love me and the people that uh, have helped me to get to where I'm at. Well, you've definitely made them all proud tonight. Joe, congratulations on becoming a New York Jet, and we'll let you go back to your family. Thank you so much. That's a happy New York Jet right there, Joe Tipman. According to Pro Football Focus, his 78th grade led the Badgers as far as run blocking is concerned, and he allowed only one sack and five pressures over 338 pass blocking snaps. So the Jets are getting a complete center. And in fact, Jason Fabini just texted me here no, saying we got a good yeah. one. Uh, and we certainly are excited to talk to him about Tipman, one of his protégés. All right, let's go across the way. Ethan Greenberg. Greens, how was the board shaping up when the Jets went on the clock at 43? Well, remember the Jets were originally supposed to have picks 42 and 43. The Green Bay Packers at 42. That ends up being Luke Musgrave, the tight end out of Oregon State. This is who was available when the Jets were on the board at 43 right here. You're looking at Brian Branch, Keanu Benton. And I want to focus on him because with a guy like that, Baldy, Keanu Benton, mm -hmm. Fits a need for the Jets at yep. defensive tackle. They obviously, meaning Joe Tipman and Keanu Benton, went up against each other every day at Wisconsin. When you're taking a look at this list and focusing on Benton, why do you think the Jets went with Tipman over a guy like Keanu Benton? I think they were probably a little bit more certain about Tipman's ability to step in, play every snap, starting right away. Like, I feel he's a day one starter. With Keanu, I think he could start. I just. I, I just question whether he was a three-down player. Could he stay on the field on third downs, pass rush situations, and run the way the defensive line has to be able to run? I think he can take on the double teams. He can protect the linebackers. There's a lot of things he can do because of his girth and his strength. But I wasn't sure yet just what his pass rush is going to be like. And I think that's why he went in the second round and not the first round. But there's no question that these two Badgers iron sharpened iron every day in practice, one made the other better, I think. EA, when you're taking a look, let's take a look at the list again. Oh. Yeah, I think you could make the case for pretty much every single player who was available at 43, like Brian Branch. The Jets have two veteran safeties in Jordan Whitehead and Chuck Clark. They have young players like Tony Adams and Ashton Davis. Maybe they wanted to infuse a versatile player, a youthful player, but then also how about somebody like Darnell Washington, the Jets, could have added a tight end receiver. The Jets were in on Odell Beckham Jr. until he signed with the Baltimore Ravens. Jalen Hyatt, the speedster out of Tennessee, was available. Also a couple offensive linemen in Dewan Jones and Osiris Torrance. Playing hypothetical here, let's say Joe Tipman or Keanu Benton were not the pick. Is there a name that stands out to you that you think 
could have been a good fit for the New York Jets? Well, listen, I'll tell you what. The one thing that I was thinking about before the Jets went on the clock, Greens and Baldy, was maybe Joe D trades out, not because he doesn't find Tipman attractive, mm -hmm. but because the Jets are sitting here with a 2023 draft class with five picks mm -hmm. right now. So maybe he could go back, and I'm sure he entertained calls, but the bottom line was there that they just thought the value was too good with Tipman. Value and need. Yeah. I mean, they, they kind of married each other here. I mean, the, I think the Jets need to upgrade the center position. It's going to make everybody on the interior stronger. And let's face it, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has taken snaps from a lot of great centers in his day in Green Bay, and he's going to get to know uh, Joe Tipman quite well. They're going to spend a lot of time together just going through protections, reading fronts, making sure that, you know, Joe is seeing things the way Aaron's seeing, and then getting that communication out to everybody else. Because nothing is going to, nothing's going to ignite a little firestorm quicker in your new quarterback than breakdowns up front. Look, when you take a look at the list that we just talked about, this, these are like real war room BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Conversations yes. you would imagine between Joe Douglas, Rex Hogan, Chad Alexander, the rest of his staff. And this is going to be a conversation not only at pick number 43 because the Jets could have moved back. Remember, tomorrow on day three, they only have three picks, one in round four and two in round five. But that's a conversation for tomorrow. All right, let's get to some Baldy breakdowns. It's a 2023 NFL draft, and Baldy, you're a former offensive lineman. Let's start with the Jets' second-round pick. It's Joe Tipman from Wisconsin, the best mullet in the draft, and, oh, by the way, pretty good football player. And the best center in the draft. <laughs> and let me just show you some of the things they did with them at Wisconsin. There he is in a circle. All right, on this play right here, EA, he's going to actually pull and block the defensive end. Hmm. All right, like you don't see this type of action right here very often in any, in any level of football. But right here on the outside, there he is. All right, you watch him right here. He's controlling the edge from the center position. All right, unique, but he's got that type of athletic ability. All right, so that's part of what Joe Tipman can do. Now, you watch him in the run game here. And from the running position right here, like this is the old choke block right now, okay? So when you watch this, you go, okay. So they're going to pull the guard, mm -hmm. all right? So Tipman's going to pull back. The guard's going to pull. All right, power football right here. All right, that's what they do at Wisconsin. But watch Tipman here. When he blocks back and he chokes block right here, bam. Now, you get this right here, and you get this movement that you're looking for. Like, number 75 is going to move this pile. All right, and the back's going to cut right behind him. You get movement at the point with Joe Tipman, and you get athletic ability Ball, all at the same time. Baldy, I love his size. Six foot six. Yeah. And he's got good feet for a big guy. Yes. And his mentals are very good. He's a smart ball player, so he's the complete package at the pivot. No doubt. So he's exactly what you're looking for. And I always feel this, EA. If your center is big and he's strong, your offensive line is also going to be very cohesive. It starts with the center. 
If there's leakage and weakness at center, it permeates through the whole offensive line. All right, let's flip to the other side of the line of scrimmage. Okay. Joe Douglas, he wants to address the trenches. You know the Jets cannot have enough pass rushers in the first round. They address the edge position with Will McDonald out of Iowa State, a freak athlete who's got a lot of upside. Yeah, so when you watch Will McDonald right here, all right, here he is on the outside, all right? So he was, you know, they run this 3-3 double cloud defense. That's not for anything here. But watch him turn this corner like a fine European sports car, EA. <laughs> but here's the key. Every, a lot of guys can turn the corner. But watch this right here. This is what I'm looking at. The bend. This, the bend. This is what he can do. He's a, an elite athlete. Like, he can touch the grass, turn the corner right there, getting to the quarterback. All right, that's what he specialized in. He had, you know, 35 sacks at Iowa State. He could do that. But in addition to that, he's got a long wingspan, all right? He's got a 35-inch wingspan. And so when you watch this right here, you can see his length as he comes off the edge right here. So he's got a long arm right now, all right? Now, once he turns the corner on this tackle, right there, you see he's got that long arm out there? He's got the long arm. He's going to knock that ball out. All right? And that's what he did. He had a lot of forced fumbles there at Iowa State. And so he's got length along with the ability to dip, to bend, and he's got great short area quickness to him. I'm glad you mentioned the forced fumbles because he had 10 forced, 10 forced fumbles, fumbles at Iowa State. You so know what forced fumbles do? They change the game, EA. Forced yeah. fumbles change the game. And, Baldy, you're always a game changer, especially doing the film. Thank you, EA. Thank you. Be there for every unforgettable moment this season with Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets. Lock in your seats at nyjets.com slash season tickets. You are watching Jets Overtime presented by Duncan, Eric Allen, Brian Baldinger. It is night two of the draft. I want to look at the landscape of mm -hmm. a couple of positions the Jets mm -hmm. have addressed yeah. here early. Let's start with defensive ends. This is a loaded group, mm -hmm. and oh, Will yeah. McDonald enters the 15th overall selection here this weekend. This is a pack of hungry wolves. <laughs> He's the newest wolf. Yeah. Like, in their, in their job on Sundays is to hunt quarterback. It's, it's hunting season right now, and he's going to learn very quickly how important that is to Robert Sala and the whole group because that's what they that's what Aaron Rodgers found out when the Jets went there and beat him last year. Like they get after quarterbacks and it's a lot of fun when it's working. Our buddy Bart Scott always talks about the NASCAR package mm -hmm. as far as the speed from the pass rusher position you can put on the field when you're winning on early downs. Yeah. The Jets could be downright frightening next year if they are playing with the lead late, mm -hmm. which we've been talking about all weekend, you would think that this team is going to have a better opportunity to play with the lead with a guy like number eight, Aaron Rodgers, leading the way offensively. There's no doubt. And then, you know, you want to put as much heat on the team trying to catch up. And then ultimately, flipping it around, Aaron wants to be able to hand the ball off to Brees Hall and company uh, when they've got a lead in the final four minutes and finish the game with the ball in their possession. That's the, the goal of every offense when they've got a lead, no matter how slim it is, late in the fourth quarter. McDonald is a piece of clay right now. Mm -hmm. He started playing football when he was a junior in high school. Mm -hmm. What does he have to work on here early in his NFL career? Well, I think the, the big thing is it's going to be a different level of physicality mm -hmm. on Sundays out there. You're going to see tackles uh, left side, right side that are 320, 340 pounds that move really well. 
And so to beat them, you've got to have a pass. You've got to have a plan to beat these tackles and to beat the protections. It could be slide protection. It could be chip blocks. That you've got to have a plan to beat these guys. At Iowa State, it's a pretty simple system. It's a three-three double cloud. You got to beat one guy. In the NFL, when you're good and you got a target on your back, you got to beat two, sometimes three guys. And so you got to have a plan to do that. Everybody talks about the wide nine mm -hmm. here with the Jets. Is this the perfect place for him to go where he's not going to have the pressure immediately where he's got to excel on first down week one? He's well, not going to be He's going to be put in that position, I don't think. I, well, you know, look, we'll, we'll let, but, let the competition play out. Right. We'll see how he does. I believe he's got to get stronger, okay? I believe he's got to work on his array of moves and how he puts them together. And then ultimately, there's going to be a rotation. Yes. There's 17 weeks. There's a lot of plays to play. Like, keep them fresh, keep them healthy, and keep them effective and win in the fourth quarter when these games are hanging in the balance. Second consecutive year, Joe Douglas addressed the edge position in round one, of course, moving up to get Jermaine Johnson. Mm -hmm. Last year, this team also has Carl Lawson, yeah. John Franklin Myers, mm -hmm. Bryce Hoff. They like Bradley and I. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is going to be something else on that. Well, competition is good. Competition is good because, like, you know, you look at uh, you look at a team like the 49ers or the Eagles that high up there in sacks. I mean, they dress eight, nine, sometimes ten defensive linemen. Yep. Uh, but you know, there's special teams. There's special situations. There is the NASCAR package in some situations. You want to be prepared for all of that. But ultimately, you want to keep guys fresh through the whole season and where guys aren't getting wearing down. Injuries will happen. Guys will get nicked up. But you just want to have the depth uh, to be able to, to maintain that level of intensity off the defensive front. And the key point in this, in terms of McDonald, is the Jets had him rated as their number one pass rusher in this draft. Okay, let's look at the Lance. They had Jermaine Johnson last year as their number one pass rusher, too. That's they right. So, hey, listen, you can't beat that. So let's flip it to the offensive side of the ball and mm -hmm. look at the center position. We touched upon it in our open. Connor McGovern just signed, mm -hmm. re-signed. Wes Schweitzer coming over from Washington. Tristan Colon coming up I-95 as well mm -hmm. from Baltimore. And now Tipman added to the equation. On the surface, this is going to be some kind of competition. Can I ask you about Schweitzer? Mm -hmm. Because here's a guy that I don't know if a lot of people up here are too familiar with, mm -hmm. but got a lot of starting experience with Washington. And he fits that mold of something that Joe Douglas really likes, providing that versatility. He can play guard and center well he's played both right guard and left guard and started center yeah so the interior three positions he's very adept at he's been in the league six years like he he like he's a guy that you want to to dress every week and to me that's his role his role is if something happens some a guard gets dinged the center goes down like he steps right in and he fulfills that role how about the connection between wisconsin and New York this week. You got Aaron Rodgers yeah. who comes over in a trade. Uh -huh. Will McDonald, he's a he's Wisconsin. From Wisconsin. That's right. What's yeah. a high school? I know and, where you're going yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, I got you. And then finally, yeah. the Jets in the second round tonight. Joe Tipman, mm -hmm. the center from Wisconsin. I mean, just bring the cheese. <laughs> just bring the cheese, EA. Like it's 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 that kind of a, a year right now. But like Wisconsin has been putting out quality offensive lineman yep. for a long time out of that program. I mean, the first thing you do is when you go to Wisconsin is like, it's funny watching the Badgers play because there'll be a TV timeout and the line just huddles by themselves, like five silos. 
storing cheese or storing wheat. They just stand there by themselves. They're not part of the, the conversation about what's the pass play, what's the protection. They just get out there and get done. But it starts up front at Wisconsin, and there's just been a long history. Joe Thomas, like just a long, long history of great offensive linemen coming out of that program. There was an element of surprise, at least from my perspective tonight, that Tippmann was still on the board at 43. It's always interesting to see where teams value centers, mm -hmm. right? Because it was him and John Michael Schmitz neck and neck for a long time. And when was the first guy yeah. going to go? And the Jets had their pick. They, had the, they, had, they, they could have taken either one. Yeah. I believe that Tippmann, to me, when I evaluated these guys, was a better player and a better prospect going forward because of his mobility. Now, you know, you also can build a different type of scheme when you've got a mobile center. I, I live in Philadelphia, been watching Jason Kelsey do this forever. Like, get out of the perimeter and lead these sweeps. And when you got a back, like Brees Hall, like, you, sometimes you want to get him to the perimeter. And you need that lead guard or that lead offensive lineman to, uh, to turn the corner with. Jets Overtime Special tonight is presented by Duncan. The Jets do run on Duncan. It is night two of the 2023 NFL Draft. So far to date, the Jets add Will McDonald, the fourth out of Iowa State in the first round. They come back on Friday night and pick Joe Tippmann from Wisconsin. Let's go across the way to Ethan and Caroline. What do you all have? Well, you could definitely feel the excitement with another draft pick on the books, but first and foremost, social media, the guys reacting across the board. Once again, they're excited for a new teammate, so we're going to dive right into it, socially speaking. First and foremost, DJ Reed. He has been glued to his TV this weekend. He's excited <laughs> about the trenches, baby. Yeah, he was really excited about Will McDonald yep. as well. That's a current player. How about a former player, former offensive line for the New York Jets, Damian Woody. Says he loves it. I mean, this is not surprising to anybody, but of course, D. Wood is in favor of Joe Tittman. Of course, and a huge compliment. And Michael Carter posted a little photo saying, love this guy. I mean, look at that mullet. It's a thing yeah. of beauty. I love the, the cowboy hat, too, that he yes. was wearing. Yes, of course. That was tonight. All right, C.J. Uzama, another offensive player, says, give the people what they want. A little fire emoji, C.J. Uzama probably won't line up next to Joe Tittman, you would imagine, but you know that they'll be blocking some people together. He also retweeted that same picture of the hair. And you know what else? AVT, what conditioner do you use, bro? Send that over. I also would love to know that because his hair is luscious. Yeah, make that three people who would like to know that. <laughs> Makai Becton, though. Yeah, let's go to work, my guy. Rookie dinner on you. That's going to be uh, quite the dinner. Those, those and guys can look, eat. look, I'm sure like the rookie dinner, there was a viral clip last year of Garrett mm -hmm. Wilson talking about it on the pivot with Ryan Clark. These are big guys. Oh, yeah. They like to eat. This bill, probably the most expensive out of any rookie dinner, you would imagine. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be afraid to be paying that bill. But I got to give you guys, uh, EA and Baldy, I got to give you guys spicy jet fuel. He asked a question for us. Best available offensive and defensive tackles in the draft Jets can target on day three. What are you guys thinking? Uh, we got to see how the rest of... I kind of missed uh, what's been going on here at the end we, of the second we round. We got to see the, uh, how the rest of the day, uh, the rounds two and three go before we even get to day three. We got 40-some picks left. I wish I could answer that. Uh, I mean, I'll just throw... We Chandler, can do positions. I'll, I'll, I'll positions. Chandler Zavala out there from North Carolina State. <laughs> yeah. You know, is there a guy that looks like a good prospect to me. I well, think you just wanted to say Zavala. 
Yeah. Well, I saw I studied him last year when I was studying uh, Ike Aquanu, the left tackle that went to Carolina, and the, the left guard was catching my attention then. I watched him again this year. He looks like a, uh, a good football player to me. Uh, I'm looking at a couple positions. Defensive tackle. Yes, no doubt. Linebacker. Because mm -hmm. right now, Quan Alexander is a, well, he's a free agent. He's a street free agent right now. Uh, the Jets do have a couple young linebackers, Jamie Sherwood, Hamza Nasruddin, of course. Well, when we sat down yeah. here, Trenton yeah. Simpson from Clemson hadn't been picked. I don't know if he has while we've been sitting here. Yeah. And Drew Sanders out of Arkansas. Both those guys looked off the ball, uh, intense, fast, and it got some, uh, some length to them. That I don't know if they've been picked yet, but they look like good football players to me. Right, and then day three is actually the time you can take a flyer on a player too, right? And you're also mm -hmm. looking for special teams value as well. We are, but I always believe that you can find good players in every round. And so when I watch the fourth, the fifth round, like I'm looking to find starters. Like you could do your homework. I could go through the list last year. I mean, Damian Pierce out of Houston last year was a running back, mm -hmm. you know, coming out of Florida. Like he was – a big-time player for Houston last year. He was their rookie of the year. So I can find good players in every round. Do your homework. Well, you do your homework. Hey, uh, nice job across the way by both Ethan and Caroline yeah. tonight. Uh, great job. Let's end here tonight. I want another Baldy's breakdown. I got one. Okay. Um, let me ask you this. I want to go off the field, Baldy. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Yeah. To set this up. All right. Do you have any hobbies, things that you like to do when you're not doing all this Jets talk all day long? Uh, I, I like to hang out with my daughter, and I also like to get in the gym a little bit and, and work out. Well, I'm going to show you what your first-round pick likes to do. Okay. What he has liked to do. This is Will McDonald the fourth right here, and this is some of the things that Will likes to do. Like, watch the focus right here. He's in the parking lot at University of Phoenix Stadium, the site of this year's Super Bowl. And what he likes to do is he likes, with that 11-foot vertical uh, broad jump of his, he likes to jump over cars. This is what he has been doing now. Like, he just cleans that car completely. Like, not even, like, that car is as clean right now as it was before he made the leap. He doesn't even touch it, and he touches it clean. Now, I have advice for Will. Like, this is a fun hobby, and he makes it look so easy. Baldy, I couldn't get over that car with you a ladder. You couldn't get over the hood with ornament. With a ladder. The hood ornament you couldn't get over. I know. But I'm just saying, Will McDonald IV, my suggestion is done with the cars. Start leaping over offensive tackles and running backs trying to cut you. Make that leap. So we got to go. But Will McDonald said he officially has retired from, ju to me. from jumping over cars. Good. And he can throw it out. throwing in pretty good, too, as far as the reverse dunks are concerned. It backflips everything. But it's Will McDonald so far for the Jets in round one. They come back here in round two. Joe Tipman, the mullet man from Wisconsin, the center. Business in the front, party in the back. Yeah. And we've had nothing but a party tonight. <laughs> uh, and we got to get back to work. Thanks for tuning in. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 
deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.